bullshit, it's all just some gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is a very special episode. One we've been looking forward to, but also dreading. Yeah. Trump's inauguration is this Friday, so this is our special goodbye to Barack, our rock, Obama. Oh, my God. I know. It just didn't feel even real. I know. But it's such a it's bummer. Real. What's going to happen? I know he's probably kind of happy. Him and Michelle are like, let's go move into our new house yeah. down the street. He's got to have to also be like... Like, I know they want to get out of there, and they're tired, and he's gray, and they want to go, like, have sex in a normal way, and, like, totally, like, whatever, but he's got to be depressed. Is he depressed? Well, I mean, it's transitions of any kind are hard, but I think he's ready to quit this bitch, and I don't blame him. Yeah, and he, I wonder, what do you think he'll do? Like, he'll take a year off. They need to go, like, on vacation or whatever, yeah. but obviously they're going to do something. Well, they're staying around there because... Sasha's in high school mm. and she's in high school in DC. They live on the street with Ivanka. Oh. Um, but they're moving out of the White House, which we did see. We did see the White House. Yes. So I just need everybody to know that. I did um, try and, you know, Brandy's biggest hero in life is Barack Obama. And I did try my hardest to get her to meet him, but I couldn't, I just didn't have the, I couldn't get it. But I you tried. She did get us to the White House, which was great. She like booked a gig in DC and then was like, she's like, should I do it? And I was like, tell them you won't do it unless they get you into the White House. So they did. And so, yeah. And so they got us in. It was crazy. So I flew with her and um, it was for Tag Magazine. We were actually on the cover. That's just a side note. Now, Obama wasn't there, but it didn't honestly really matter because it was so fucking awesome. I mean, I just didn't want to miss. I didn't want to go to the White House with a different president. I just didn't want to. So yeah. it was it really was a dream come true, and it was all because of Julie. And um, it was really cool. And it was like he walks these halls. He, does. he walks this lawn. I mean, you might have smelled a, a waft of Marlboro Light. Or <laughs> he a, doesn't smoke kind anymore, of, man. Oh, that's now. true. But you know, he sneaks one every now and then. And what kind of cologne? Oh, that's what I think he's going to do. Oh, he's gonna I think smoke. he's going to start smoking again. And I, I hope, I wish him luck with that. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Uh, what do you think his cologne is? Heaven. <laughs> do you think it's Paco Rabanne? <laughs> or I'd love to know what his cologne is. He probably doesn't wear any. He's too much of a pimp. No, he's got. He wears something. Michelle make him wear something. Okay, so also I wanted to say that um, I did go to his to election night 2012. Yes, we have some friends that um, I think. What is Deb? Was she like in the? She was, she was in, a councilwoman. Yeah, in, in Chicago. In Chicago. Yep. And so they got to go to the to the election night, you right. know. Yep. If you but you don't know if you win, so right. it's like I fly to Chicago. I know like they can't get any other ticket, just one. So I go by myself, and I fly there and get off the plane. It's pouring rain, and we go right to this big convention hall, I guess, in Chicago. And um, 
they didn't even care. It was like I was with two girls and they they like sort of went and sat in the bleachers and I just got in front of the stage and I just stood there and I had to stand there for like six hours God. and freaking wait. And people were like, well, what if he doesn't win? You're going all the way there. What if he doesn't win? It's like, oh, he's definitely going to win. Like yeah. I didn't ever think for a second that he wasn't going to win. But election night is a long night. We all know that. You don't know if shit's going to come in at one or two. And I mean, I feel like Deb was sick. And so they were just like sitting there like dying probably. Oh. So he finally, and I was like, I'm not going to leave until I see this guy do his speech. Yep. And he comes out, and it's this huge crowd, hometown crowd, and they're all going crazy. And we have these long flags, like, you know, like a long stick mm-hmm. with a little sort of cloth flag on the end mm-hmm. that they give you, like some free bullshit, but it's a long stick. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I do, yeah. Okay. So we're there, and he starts giving his speech, and I'm not close enough, and it's really fucking annoying because a lot of people sat behind him, and then they got on camera. Oh, so yeah. even though I was there, I didn't get on camera, but I was like, I don't really want to get on camera because what I want to do is make eye contact with Barack Obama. Right. So I'm going to forfeit everyone knowing I'm here so that I can make eye contact. So I'm like looking and I want him to look at me, but he's not really looking at me and everybody's listening to the speech. And so I slowly raise up the flag <laughs> high into the air because the thing is tall until I'm just holding it all the way this high with my arm fully extended above me. And then I start slowly waving it. <laughs> Like, looks over. like you're trying to like like a yeah. entice a, yeah. a dog over. I'm like, I like this part maybe of what he's saying until right. he's like, Jesus, what's this my fucking eye line? And looks over and I'm like, and then I slowly lower it down. So did you make the eye contact? I think so. I mean, yeah. I know he saw the flag. Okay, good. And then I slowly lowered it down. That's good. Like, Mission accomplished. Yes. I mean, that's exciting. You got to see him in person. I also held a sign mm. that I made with markers outside of Jay Leno's show, mm-hmm. outside of the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. when he went and I had to wait again, standing on street corner, like a hooker in Burbank, <laughs> waiting for the whole cavalcade of the 50 Secret Service cars and everything to come out. And they have fake black mannequins yeah. sitting in every SUV. And then you don't know which one, but I did. And he was in a limo and I waited and I held this huge sign that said, Obama, I love you. And I will treat, tweet a throwback Thursday picture Good. of me holding well, the sign. I was going to say, can we put that picture on the Facebook page too? Yeah. And I'll put a picture from the inauguration. I mean, from the election night. Okay, great. Because that was a cute outfit. It was like a bow tie and stuff. Yeah. I wore like cute. a presidential outfit. But cute. when he drove out from Jay Leno, I know for sure we made eye contact that night, honey, because I was holding a giant mm. sign. And yeah. I was like, he saw me through those tinted windows. I know he did. Well, you know, I mean, he saw you. He saw you. My you. love was clear. Your love was I'm clear. I'm sure he watched People's Couch like every night. I'm sure <laughs> Sasha and Malia were on that shit. That's what I tell myself. Remember when I'd always try to get his throw his name in and I asked him if I could have, a, have an Obama bobblehead in the background yeah. and they're like, no. And then I said, can I wear an Obama t-shirt? And they're like, no. And I'm like, why? Obama's not trademarked. That's like our president. Everyone has access to right. him. It's not like a thing that we have to pay to use. Yeah, I don't He's know like, why. Don't we all just own him? I guess because they didn't want what some kind of bias of yeah, well, politics or whatever. I got it in a lot of times, I felt like. Yeah. I said his name a bunch of times on People's Couch. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I want to say, before we get into into the meat of the things, that... <sighs> tell us your tell us your story of you and you and Obama. I know you're you have so many Obama stories and you definitely I didn't vote for Obama the first time. I voted oh, yeah. for Hillary. I wanted to give everyone the backstory. This is when Julie and I just met. Right. And um we were definitely new friends, and yeah. she and all the people around her, which are all les, big leses, <laughs> big les feminists, uh, they were all up Hillary's nuts. You know what I mean? And so you didn't vote what you're saying for him in the primary, which was the big thing. Yo, you were right, so right, right. When he was against Hillary right. in the very first time. Right. So I had voted for her. 
And it wasn't because I'm a huge fan of hers necessarily, but I wasn't a huge fan of his. And I and that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. And I I wasn't really into. I felt that he was super center. I didn't like his. He was sort of Jesusy, and there were just parts about him at the beginning that I just wasn't feeling and turned me off. I didn't like that he wasn't pro gay marriage. I didn't right. like that he was the Jesusy you know, parts of his campaign were leading him away from like gay stuff. Right, and I was turned off to it. I was put yeah. off. So I wasn't into it. So I voted for her, whatever. So then we met. You, well, we met. We knew each other during the primary. So, but during the years, during the years, and his as he evolved, I feel that I evolved. So, in a way, for me, it's a very. Like, I mean, I helped you evolve. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> but I definitely, um, through you and through him. Now, I'm a very opinionated person. I'm very black and white. I can be very, very stubborn, and I don't like to change my mind on things. However, what I want to say that what he taught me through me, through you (laughs) and through him, um, is that a person can um, evolve in a way that allows for other people's opinions and feelings to be valid. And I I remember specifically you were really... Uh, upset about one particular like Rick Warren okay Rick Warren that asshole piece of shit and so he was there in the very beginning (laughs) and I was so excited when Obama got elected and I was so happy and and Julie was just like whatever I mean thank god you know (laughs) fucking whoever was the other person yeah I wouldn't I voted for him and I wouldn't you know obviously and it was an amazing thing yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, you know? of course, but you, but you, those kinds of things would really, really bother her because to her, every, you know, religious person was like against a gay person in right. her mind. So I just said, listen, like, if, if you expect him to have a gay person at the table, then you sort of have to let him have religious people at the table too. He can't, he, he has, it's his job now to have everyone at the table. We don't have to do it. Right, which I definitely took, and I have taken with me that that whole thing. Now, I don't think, now, you know. Do you remember what your? Um, yeah, I want to say that, so meow, meow, meow. Um, <laughs> that's why people always say, why do you call her meow, meow? And I'm like, that's why. So um, <laughs> I t- internalize that quite a bit, and I often think of that in my mind. And I, as much as I, I don't believe that. I will not subscribe to the idea that if you're religious or if you're belie- if you have a belief system, then you that entitles you to like hate gay people or whatever. Like I don't subscribe to that. No, however, you don't have to. however, I do s- will accept everyone being able to sit at the table together, being that that's the only way that you will ever be able to have any kind of dialogue. So um, you be got became a lot more reasonable about letting people believe what they want and then letting other people listen to it in the, so that you can then believe what you want and they can you then can be listened to. Right. So for that, I definitely came had me come around. And I do think possibly because of that and that and this is to Obama's credit, he then went and changed his his thought yeah. and his own idea. And he was not he was not pro gay marriage. He wasn't. He was just like all of the all of them. Clinton wasn't either. And he then came around and said, and because of him, and we'll get into that later, but then he yeah. came around to gay rights and not only just gay rights, but like his whole and I, you know, it's a combination of everything. But I just think because he's so open and he was center and the thing that I didn't like about him at the beginning is the thing I love about him the most in the end. Oh, that's so great. So I there's that. That. <sighs> that wasn't your so there's that. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So. 
Okay, so to honor Obama and say our goodbyes, we wanted this episode to highlight our favorite of all his accomplishments while he was president. Whether you love or hate or are indifferent to Obama, these are the milestones that we feel cannot be denied. So let's start with um, Obamacare. It's considered his, his biggest accomplishment, but it's also um, c- considered probably his biggest fuck up right. <laughs> by a, a, other people. <laughs> right. So, um, and we all know that you know now it's probably all going to be amended and repealed and taken away. But let's let's get into Obamacare because because that's I guess his like his biggest legacy. Well, I mean, and you know that was what Hillary Clinton ran on, and her whole thing was universal health care, and everybody's been talking about affordable health care, affordable health care, affordable health care for a million million fucking years, and Obama, love it or hate it, did it. He did that shit. Girl. He did it, and 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 yeah. Are there problems? Are there roadblocks? Are there mistakes? Are there yeah? Of course, when you when you make a huge change like that, it's not just gonna work perfectly for the you know the, what I mean the ins and outs of what he had to do and I mean there's like hours and hours of oh. news footage and documentaries on it I mean it's just, and it's so detailed and we can't be dealing with that but <laughs> no. what he had to do and, and even the way it ended up just for him to sign it the affordable health care whatever affordable, yep, affordable care act yeah. affordable care act he was disappointed with the concessions he had to give but I mean it was like actual real politicking like going yes. to the other side and making right. deals and making deals with insurance companies and but I just want to say the quality of, of our health care in, in America was one of the worst in the world. Mm-hmm. That's first of all, that's fucking embarrassing. Yep. That's like that's I don't even health insurance. And even it changed how doctors make money. Like, you know, my dad's a doctor. OK, so I know and oh, I, that, means, and that means I'm a doctor. Yeah. So um, and. Uh, you know, I watched. I could definitely say that the the from the '80s till the early 2000s, even like the healthcare destroyed uh, not just regular patients and their healthcare and their coverage, but also the way doctors made money and how they could give care. And it on both sides really fucked people up. And so, and you can't. And so, the richest people have great health insurance, but then everybody underneath them just like. Right. Everything else yeah. can't afford health insurance. And it completely had to be reformed, even though they're now going to take it all away because so it was so expensive. It was getting to the point where Medicare couldn't pay for it. Right. Medicare is a government, you know, agency or whatever that government funded program. Right. It's been around fucking ever. All of our old ass parents are on it. <laughs> and it's freaking it was getting to the point where. It couldn't wasn't going to be able to pay for it because the cost of healthcare was so expensive. Health like health insurance and and medical related problems contributed to fifty percent of all fucking bankruptcies. So that means people are getting cancer, people are getting things, and it's bankrupting their like their whole family. When someone goes through bankruptcy, you know who pays for that? Everyone we pay for it. Mm-hmm. They get all their bills taken away. Right. They get all their credit card debt and all their debt, whether it's medical debt or not. We all then pay for that. They don't then pay. We for also it. all pay for. So if let's say it's repealed and everyone loses their health insurance, when I have to go to the emergency room because of the car accident I got in or whatever, I got shot or whatever the <laughs> fuck, and I can't pay for it, you will pay for it anyway. So yeah. 
regardless of like you think like oh i'm not gonna pay for someone else's health insurance like you are actually you are going to pay for it so we may as well make this better and make it affordable for everyone and make everyone pay into it in some way rather than put the burden on not everybody because that is what fucking destroys people's lives so they say that um obamacare has like a million benefits that people don't know about but that um Americans have been hit. This is just a little factoid. Okay. With 15 times more negative messages about it than positive, which is one reason Trump got like the huge support to repeal and replace it. Like nobody's, it's more newsworthy to sit and talk about what a giant pile of shit it is. And ask somebody what's wrong with it. They couldn't even tell you. Um, So, but the biggest benefit is that it lowers overall healthcare costs. Mm -hmm. Um, It does this by providing insurance for millions and making preventative care free. Yes, that's right. People receive treatment before they need the emergency room. And the fact that like you're you're required to have it and and that, and and to me, the most important thing is that insurance companies can no longer deny coverage for people that have like pre-existing conditions or are old or then when they get something, they get dropped or once you get sick, suddenly your premiums go up. Like all that stuff is, that's highway robbery and that is not right, especially when someone... I don't need to find out I have fucking breast cancer and now my insurance dropped me. Like, no. Right. Or, and, and in addition to that, what he also did was put no time limits on the care. So what they have, when you, if you get your breast cancer, the, basically the way it was before is that they'd be like, you got six months and if your tit doesn't fucking clear up, then guess what? <laughs> then guess got to get rid of your tits, but we're not paying for it or whatever. Yeah. Like there was, you know what I mean? So there's cons too and there's problems and just quickly there's there are some higher premiums there are small businesses that are forced to give their employees um, health insurance which makes their um, business overhead higher sorry you have to pay your fucking employees health insurance I don't really want to talk about the cons but uh, but <laughs> the cons are in there there's cons in everything and and I'm sorry about any per, per, like Republican or Trump person who's like oh we got to repeal Obamacare they don't have anything better. They don't have anything better. And it's the first and thing And all they want to do is do. complain about it. And also, by the way, uh, being attached to getting rid of Obamacare is defunding Planned Parenthood, which is also a, a, a shameful, deceitful, disgusting act. Moving on. <laughs> okay, second thing we're going to do this. Um, repealed, don't ask, don't tell. <sighs> get into the... F- Fire Island and let's get into it. I mean, I think I just want to say this is like kind of buried because obviously gay rights, there was a lot of more exciting gay stuff. No, but that was, let's not forget what a big, 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 huge fucking deal this was at the time. Huge deal. Under Obama, gay rights across the board have been utterly revolutionized. Yeah. So, and this was the first thing and it was a huge deal. There was so much opposition to this, you guys, like so much to the point, like, I mean, of course, John McCain has to come in there with his no neck and fucking be talking about, you know, we don't want, you know, and there's people getting raped and the, and the, I just want to say, mm-hmm. you couldn't say you were gay. Nope. You couldn't tell gay stories. Nope. You couldn't talk about your partner or any lovers if they were same sex. Nope. You obviously couldn't get caught engaging in any homosexual act with anyone, not even non-military, even if you're at, in civilian clothes at the mall, right. hugging a man, you can then be discharged mm-hmm. And when they were discharged, even though it was an honorable discharge, they were given half the money that a non-gay person who gets honorably discharged was given. It was also a specific discharge, too. Like the discharge that I get when it's not my period. And do you know... uh, Yeah, that's intense. (laughs) Yeah. That's intense. Um, 
There was so many gay people, and we're not just talking about lesbians keeping it real in the military now. Um, um, I also want to say that it was the Clinton administration that put in Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which people, you know, I'm not that I'm, like, trying to Clinton bash, but that was a pretty disgusting thing that they did, that Bill Clinton did, which was to implement Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Um, One of the things that... I I just want to say, I can't stand Bill Clinton, but um, I think he probably had a lot of pressure. They didn't want gays in the military at all, and so he did. Let's keep the gays, because obviously we need as many people bodies as we can get, but... Well, that and just... Yeah, yeah, I get he had to do a pandering thing, but like Obama was the one who had the balls, who at least said, I'm not even for same-sex marriage, and then fucking stood up and said, you know what? Yeah, gays deserve to live a life and serve in the military because they pay taxes and are human beings like everybody fucking else. Also... One of the reasons that people are against gays in the military is because it's the whole drop the soap in the shower situation. Like, I'm not going to get in with another guy in the shower and he's going to fuck my asshole and suck my dick. <laughs> and it's like, no. Yeah, like Colin a, Powell said in that during these hearings when they got this, he was saying to you know Congress, like, well... I, it can't happen because there's they have absolutely like zero right to privacy and zero ability to have any privacy. So we can't have gay men in with men. And it's like every gay man does maybe gay men, but every gay person <laughs> doesn't want you. No, no, we're not looking for you. And also it's the same with lesbians. But I also want to say this, that in the military, there is a sexual um, there's a rape problem and there's a sexual assault problem. And this happened before don't ask don't tell and it's not because of gay people it's because of men sorry i hate to keep coming back to it but it's like you think that it's gay men are gonna somehow rape other men they're not they're and if they do and maybe they do sometimes but the the problem is um male in males and groups coming together with an unbound bridled like fucking <laughs> a testosterone testosterone issue? feeling that they can go and fucking rape everybody um and also I, I, I just want to say that... Um, you don't want to end on rape? <laughs> uh, it's just a ridiculous idea, and it's the same... It's the idea that, that people have, and whether it's women or men, that they think they're going to walk into a club and they're going to get somehow raped or they're going to get, like, hit on or they're going to get this, they're going to get that. And it's like, you know what? Just like women have to deal with in their life every single second of the day men hitting on them, that's... And again, I'm going to go back. I said it in the last episode. It's because of fucking sexism. It's because men can't handle being objectified. And they're so insecure and weak, they can't fucking deal with it for one second. So I'm glad that they have to deal with it now in the military. Okay, well, let's get to, I'm sure, your favorite one. Well, obviously, as we just keep talking gay stuff, um, he legalized same-sex marriage. And that's amazing. I mean, there's not really much to say. You know, people, uh, even I've been gay married. I've been gay divorced. Whatever. My own family wasn't into it at first but then you know whatever they got into it don't get personal (laughs) keep your personal shit at the door well i want to say that um the the argument against gay marriage is of course it's a man and a woman it needs to be traditional if the same-sex people married they're going to marry their pets which god knows i'm definitely going up about to bury my cat because shit he's hot and (laughs) um that uh, yeah, everyone can get married now, and everyone can be so this, terrible this at relationships. Was amazing. <laughs> it this was amazing. I mean, for us, just for our friends and and our lives, like it was the coolest civil rights thing I'll see in my lifetime. Yeah, and it it's was the amazing. It's the uh, yeah, and it, and it and it it birthed. I'm a big <laughs> meme fan. I'm a big comedy meme fan, and uh-huh. it birthed birthed the best meme ever made, which was knock knock, who's there? gay rights, affordable health care, and this bald eagle motherfucker. And it's Obama (laughs) holding an eagle. That's right. And it was like, I love that one so much. But I just want to say that 
I believe, and Julie's not going to agree with this, that's fine, that he, he never had a problem with gay people in his whole damn life. And when he first ran for the Illinois Senate in 1996, he he didn't have a problem with legalizing same-sex marriage. When he ran for re-election, it, by the time he ran for re-election in 98, the pressure had already started on him to stop talk, saying he was fine with gay marriage. So when he ran for re-election, then he was compromising, saying civil unions... And then by the time he got all the way to president, now he's against it because this is what happens when you run. I mean, and I mean, and it just is. And I'm fine if everybody wants to say he was always against it and then he suddenly was for it. I believe he was he was not being true to who he was. And that's part of being a politician. Sometimes you can't push issues that you want to do. But I believe he never had a problem with it. I could just tell just by looking at him, he never had a problem with it. I don't it. know that he had a problem with it, but I think like most people, and I can see your point, but I think that like with for, for a lot of people who don't have, who didn't have a problem with gay people, when you talk about gay marriage, it was like, ugh, that whole thing, that's, who cares about that? That's, that's not yeah. meaning, that's not that meaningful. We can put that aside or I'll trade that for something else or I'll scapegoat that for something else. And I, in my my belief is that was so offensive and so insulting because that was really saying that you and your rights are tradable to, and is it a, is an opinion that I will trade on for something else. When all gay marriage, don't ask, don't tell, all of it, anything with gay rights is really just the validation and affirmation saying I am equal to you. Period. The end. Yes. That's it. And God knows it was a, and you do know more on the subject than anyone. And for years. You had a very important song. The one, the one sad thing about when, <laughs> when like same-sex marriage yeah. got legalized was that Julie's song, her her swan song, uh, yeah. if you will, had to be laid to rest. That's right. Now Julie does stand up for those of you that don't know, and if you you should check her out. Don't give your dates now, meow meow. And <laughs> I'll be performing at the um, Tango Casino. I'm not. I've never had a casino. Um, so she had this song, and she would sing it at the end of her set, and it was, I mean, she would do like an hour show and sing the song at the end. She did this when we first met. And I've heard the song a million times, and it's amazing. And it's not as good recorded, which is what we're going to play you. It's better live. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're going to play it for you because because this is going to be the official goodbye to the Julie <sighs> Goldman hit commitment ceremony. Mm. And here it is. It was fun to do. Come in. We can be special friends and live together We'll buy a house and be roommates forever We can be partners like Jacoby and Meyer You'll drive the car and I'll fix the tire Cause I'm butch And when you're down, your burden I will carry Cause our love is strong, we ought to get Commitment ceremony. I want a commitment ceremony, you. I want to live my life. I want a commitment ceremony, you. Say yes, say yes, and be my domestic partner. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll have a dog and a couple of kids. Even though it'd be difficult for me to adopt your biological baby because technically we're not really family as the government of the church shouldn't they be separated. And when I'm sick, I know you'll be there wishing. You can get in my hospital room, but you're waiting for my mother's permission. No one has cared for me the way you have in my life. Oh, I want to say to the world that you're my very special. 
special, significant, really good friend. I want a commitment ceremony, you. I want to live my life. I want a commitment ceremony, you. Say yes, say yes, and be mine. Oh, why is our love a crime? Huh? Just because it involves two vaginas. Oh, God, what is the solution? Do you really want to amend the Constitution? I pay the same in taxes as all those men. At the back of the bus, I don't think so. I want a commitment ceremony, you. I want to live my life. I want a commitment ceremony, you. Say yes, say yes, say yes, say how, say hell, say yes, and be special rights we want the same rights you see i am an american citizen and i do pay my taxes and i might be gay but my money is green motherfucker and freedom is free freedom is free freedom isn't something you fight for because it's called freedom you dumb fuck well that was a nice beautiful thank Love you it. thanks thanks it's for all available that. on itunes if you guys want it but now maybe she'll do a song called i can get married whoops no donald trump's president <laughs> maybe i can't now i know what's i i'm so stumped musically now i like cannot I write a new song to save my life maybe it should be called well, that yeah maybe it should be called killed bin laden and ended iraq <laughs> war because that's our next obama accomplishment I mean, I feel like just do, the fact that he killed Bin Laden should be like such a mic drop, such a my dick thumps as I walk drop. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. How, my dick is dragging on the ground. Dragging, dragging. How is how is that not how n- Republicans wouldn't even give him that? No, he killed Bin Laden. And he said when he was running in the, one of the debates, like. I will absolutely stop at nothing, do everything I can to get the intel and take this motherfucker out. Yeah. And by the way, he did September 11th for anyone who forgot, which I actually did straight Uh up. I like forgot. Uh Um, So he did September 11th. In the entire time George Bush was president, they never found this motherfucker. Like, come on. And the whole joke with bin Laden was like, he had, he was on dialysis. And it was like, and I think it was Michelle Ballin who had this joke about, it, where, where basically it's like, we have these cell phones, we have the internet, we can track anyone from anywhere, we have GPSs, and you can't find this one motherfucker who's in a cave hooked up to the one <laughs> dialysis machine in all of Afghanistan. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. you knew where he was, you yeah. just weren't doing it. They knew exactly where he was. They knew he was in a compound and in, he was Pakistan, in Pakistan, and it was this huge, garish, out-of-nowhere mansion that they're like, oh, that's weird. Who? And the Pakistani government's like, uh, we didn't know who was in there, and it's like, how is that possible? I mean, right. They, so anyway, so when he did that, I remember you and I were in New York. Mm. Get take it personal for a second. Okay, you were going to do the Joy Behar show and got bumped uh, for like a Middle Eastern comedian, oh, Dino Badala, who but, I've been bumped for like forty times. And it was literally <laughs> like, like the night before the White House Correspondents Dinner or the night after. Oh, like, that was so disappointing. Yeah, the amazing White House Correspondents Dinner where he tells this joke about Donald Trump's hair looking like a birdcage. Right. Like if the bird. 
oh, the birds, we found the bird that got out of the birdcage. It's on Donald <laughs> Trump's head. It was something so funny about a birdcage. I was obsessed with it. And then, well, then he also said something like, well, I don't even know why he's here. I guess he's trying oh, to get ratings yeah, or like, what are you even doing here? Like there was 10 jokes about, about yeah. Trump, which yeah. is so great. Yeah. And then the next day, you know, drops the mic and says he killed Bin Laden. And it's just like, damn. P-I-M-P. P-I-M-P. Also, and while your dick's dragging on the ground, drink some of your pimp juice because you also ended the Iraq war. Like, and that went on forever. And if you don't remember what the Iraq war is, that was George W. Bush's goddamn legacy, which was, they've got WMDs. WMDs. Weapons of mass destruction. We got to go get those weapons of mass destruction. Probably another one of those intelligence reports. That's right. Quote, (laughs) quote, unquote. Yeah. Uh, We went into Iraq. The war was a million years long. And if you don't remember everyone going like, why are we like in Iraq when we're (laughs) not looking for Osama bin Laden in Afghanistan? Right. We then killed, or not killed, but we found Saddam Hussein, and then he got killed, and so he then they got rid of that dictator. But by the way, this government, U.S. government, also is the reason why Saddam Hussein was in power to begin with. But <laughs> then he started going off on his own crazy shit, and then it wasn't benefiting the USA anymore, so we had to go in and kill him. But then, which, o- which Obama did too. Well, that's right. And then found that motherfucker hiding in a dirt and, yeah, hole, <laughs> yeah, like a Anne Frank annex yeah, under the ground. Right. But then he. Um, because of that, the new Iraqi prime minister came in, favored one Muslim sect over another. This threw uh, the Muslim communities and whatever into to unrest and civil war. And this is how we got ISIS. The end. Okay, so the next one, my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kidding. Gay marriage is mine, too. <laughs> um, credit card, bank, and Wall Street reform. Okay, so I'm just going to break this down real quick. Good, because I can't. For all of you guys that... You know, I only really cared about student loan reform. Not that it applied to me, because God knows, I guess I make too much money making my $3.50 a year. Mm -hmm. So here's the deal. Obama took office in 2008 when the mortgage bubble burst and we had that huge, terrible financial crisis Mm -hmm. in the whole country. So here's the deal. Obama created this thing called the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform Act. Now, these words and names are annoying and dumb, and I hate things that are called acts, and it's just like, I understand, but this thing's called Dodd-Frank. So... This was the most comprehensive financial reform since the one they did after the fucking stock market crash in 1929. Okay, 1929, people are hurling themselves off the top of buildings. Like, that was, like, (laughs) the financial thing everybody always refers to still. That's, like, almost 100 years ago now. It's, like, 90 years ago almost. And, like, that was – right after that happened, they created this act called the Glass-Steagall Act. Okay. Okay. Right after the crash. Okay. Which reformed and put regulations on all the banks. They're like, we're never going to have another stock market crash like that. That was intense. We're cleaning up dead bodies out of the street. There's families and kids with no dads. We're going to regulate the banks. That went on since 1929 until guess who? Motherfucking Bill Clinton. (laughs) He strikes again. He takes away or repeals that act. Since that had been in place, you need to pay attention. Yep. Since night, Julie loves to shuffle her papers around and pretend she's fucking looking for something. Bitch, you don't know anything about this. Okay. So since he repeals the act since 1929, Bill Clinton, he's so annoying. So then everyone's like, woohoo, we're all so rich. Even me, even me, I bought a house. I forged documents with my realtor, who also did my mortgage, forging what I make, forging what I had in the bank. And they're like, here's a loan, a big old, you know, rotating interest, huge jumbo loan for your half a million dollar house that's the size of an asshole in California. (laughs) 
they were giving loans to everyone. My parents got one. My parents lost their house. Like when this mortgage bubble burst, my parents lost their house. So, so now the whole thing gets handed to Obama. It looks like it's his fault when really it isn't. So he creates the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform Act, which, do, which is exactly almost mirrors like what this, the Bill Clinton took away. But really quick, it oversees Wall Street. Um, so it's like that's just – I think that's fine. I don't even think I need to explain what that means. Everyone on Wall Street needs to, they need to be fucking like fucked up the ass. Um, mm. It stops <laughs> banks from gambling with depositors' money. So when we all go down and put our 1000 in there, they're not putting that into some hedge fund and betting with it so that when the hedge fund is all a big lie or crashes, we go to, down and be like, can I get my $300 out? And they're like, oh, whoops, we lost all your money. Then it... Um, brings hedge fund trades into the light. So hedge funds were always shady. You know, now they have to report all of that and tell everything they're doing. By the way, Trump's going to take all these regulations off. Oh, but this is, gone. This is what he did. And it, gone. Was, it was really good. And it was really important. Um, now, here's the thing. And here's where Elizabeth Warren, the queen, mm-hmm, the queen, mm-hmm, our queen. Mm-hmm. She created the consumer or he, Obama created the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau which is for us, the consumers. That's what we are. That's who we care about. We don't really care about anything else. He puts Elizabeth Warren in charge of it because he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And this bureau protected us from getting fucked by our credit cards. Like, you know, when you get your bill and it would say, oh, if you don't, if you pay even $5 more than the minimum, you can pay it off two years early. And um, it, it did all these rules for credit cards. Like, they have to tell us 45 days before they raise the interest rates. They can't, like, change the interest rate without telling you. They can't, you know, um, raise the balance. Like, it, just all these rules that we don't even pay attention to because God knows we all avoid looking at our credit card bill. We're just like, oh, God, I'm paying the minimum and I'm keeping a push. Yep. So it's, it's pretty crazy what he did. It was really comprehensive. And to do something that's the biggest thing since 1929, he did so many things like this. Yes. Like, do you know how much work that takes? Do you know how many gray hairs he got just from this alone? And it, I know for me, it helped. I started paying my credit cards off, even my student loans, in double the time because it would finally say, oh, if you pay $50 more, you're going to shave off five years. And so I'd be like, well, I'm going to pay $100 more and shave off 10 years. And then before I knew it, my shit would be paid off. Right. And my mom did that too. And it was like, for me, it was really meaningful and like my favorite thing. <sighs> That's awesome. I wish I would have paid attention to that with my <laughs> credit cards, but uh, didn't. But I'm going to yeah. give you the last one That's since amazing. I said everything there. Well, that was that was so good. Well, the last the last greatest accomplishment of Obama. Um, Just the last one of that we're explaining. That we're explaining. Yes. Is that you might, and it's sort of a, abs, not abstract, but I mean, it's, the guy hasn't, there's no scandals. I don't know how else to say it. No personal scandals there's with no, the family there's, or him. Right. There's no personal scandals with the family or him. He never cheated on Michelle that we, that we know of. So there weren't hookers. There weren't whores. There's there wasn't interns. There weren't fucking interns. There wasn't some, you know, b- mistress. She's not stealing money. The kids aren't doing drugs. The, like, they literally I mean, think, just, about, think about the Kennedys, even in just that short period of time. <clears throat> I mean, it's not even just affairs, but, like, every... There's no one's had a clean thing like this. And I mean, no like, one. He was 47 years old when he got elected. Do you know how young that is? Do you know how many 47 year old horny pervs I've known? <laughs> she was 44. Malia was 10. Sasha was seven. That's the youngest kid to live in the White House since JFK Jr. Mm. They had little kids and they'd been married for 16 years. Yep. And like just 
incredible. I just want to say when the President Clinton left, sorry I keep going in on Bill Clinton, you guys. I'm sorry, I just hate him. It's nothing It's nothing partisan. I just don't <laughs> like him. It's probably because he's ugly. But um, he issued 176 pardons. This is when he left office, okay? He issued 176 shady queen pardons, okay? <laughs> Straight up. That's so many. He pardoned his brother, Roger Clinton. I remember that. As remember well as that. Mark Rich, the fugitive finance guy living That's in Switzerland, right. with right. 51 counts of tax evasion. He's like, pardon, 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 peace. Then supposedly, allegedly, they steal the silver on their way out. They stole all this furniture and silver. I mean... They definitely took things from the White House that weren't meant to be taken. But in addition, they were so concerned about their debt that they set up registries at all these, you know, obviously like the nicest stores and department stores to which they received $40,000 in China and $60,000 in furniture in furniture from registries when they left office. I want to do that when I leave my apartment <laughs> and see if anybody does that for me. Well, that's gross. I mean, it's just like even with you got I mean, just think of any president that you can think of in your own mind. It's like George Bush, the Iran Contra scandal, George W. Bush, just his being alive and WMDs, Iraq lies, and WMDs lies, just lies fully lies. Li and, the, and being and doing coke and a drug addict and alcohol. And Laura Bush killed someone because she had hit them with a car and. You know, uh, um, the Kennedys, I mean, it's just like beyond. 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 And um, uh, Gerald Ford had a prescription pill problem. And I mean, it's just like there's yeah. every president in our lifetime has had a scandal and this family hasn't had one. They are literally classy, yep. genteel, good people who really tried. They, I just, they really tried. They yeah. were really great role models. True, true, true role models in every sense of the word. Even if you don't believe what they stand for you have to just admit like when somebody you you know your kid could look up to them yeah and not see any behavior that would that's embarrassing influence your kid that's exactly. embarrassing even if you know and i'm not i don't i'm not shaming having a drug addiction or drinking too much or whatever but like since we do have all those things <laughs> exactly. thank god you're not shaming it but when you, those things are used politically against people you look at the Obama family and you go, they literally didn't have anything. And you know what? The worst thing, and this is from the people who are racist or whatever, the worst thing that really was said about them is that he's Muslim and she was too black. I oh, mean, yeah, really. said he was arrogant. Like, they had p opinions about, but yeah. I mean, you know, she is black. You know, she wanted to go ham on some people. She probably hated so many of those cocksuckers. Oh. She's the most happy. That's like, I'm out of here, man. Like, I cannot deal with these oh, people for sure they're disgusting yeah so it's just like they were they were amazing yeah they were amazing love. So, so those were our favorite of obama's accomplishments but there's so many more that we were proud of so in the interest of time and god knows julie cannot stay on time you guys but i gave this bitch a chance to make a list <laughs> of the rest here here's your list oh thank you thank you so um now <coughs> okay, it's just, this is just going to be a couple minutes, but she's going to read a quick list. It's going to be a lot of jargon because it's going to be acts and things. And, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. You know, um, uh, we highlighted five major incredible accomplishments that Obama and the Obama administration is responsible for. I also just want to quickly say that how much I absolutely love Joe Biden and I'm going to miss him, too. And Dr. Jill Biden, who <laughs> are just fucking love, love. love and I love Joe Biden and Obama's relationship together. So um, I've made this list and we'll try and get through it as quickly as possible. <laughs> Because um, the question is, what the fuck did Obama even do what more? What did he even do? What more than the f stupid five things that you listed did he even do? God, he didn't even do anything. 
Well, he pulled troops from Afghanistan. And yes, he like we said, he killed Osama bin Laden. He toppled Muammar Gaddafi. You probably don't even remember that. He told Mubarak to go. That was a piece of shit. It, it doesn't even matter. Just <laughs> look it up. He reversed Bush torture policies. I just want to just, just that's like waterboarding, all that kind of shit. He's like, no, we're not going to torture. We're going to be better than that. We're going to be better than that. We're going to be better than that. He recapitalized the banks. He, he reformed student loans. He created Race to the Top. You don't know what that is? That's with funds from the stimulus. He started $4.35 billion program of competitive grants to encourage and reward states for education reform. He boosted fuel efficiency standards. He passed the stimulus. What's the stimulus? He signed $707 billion American Recovery and Reinvestment Act in 2009 to spur economic growth amid the greatest recession since the Great Depression, as you said. He cut taxes by $56 billion. He made the Those Iran deal. Those are getting deal. raised now. Those are definitely getting raised. He made the Iran deal. Now, some people say that that was a bad deal, but I think once again, if you look at the overall Obama administration and trying to make that deal, he tr he's trying to take a regime and he's trying to make peace and he's trying to create partnerships with people and be equitable and fair. At least he's trying. He did the Trans-Pacific Partnership deal, which again is controversial. People, yeah. But well, again, Trump is making all of this controversial. It really wasn't. Before. Well, right. And you and just TPP, for those of you who don't know, Obama's team negotiated the TPP and if ratified by Congress, it would replace NAFTA as the world's largest free trade you agreement. TPP? <laughs> you, yeah, know you know me. me. Um, he made the the Paris Agreement. That's the International Climate Change Agreement. Trump's he, pulling us out of that. Oh, yeah. No, because climate change isn't real. And at least Obama went in. He said, you know what? We're all destroying the earth. Maybe we should do something about it. And then Paris was like, oh, oh, oh yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> and, China, <laughs> and China came in and was like, well, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we're and China being the worst um, offender. China of, and India. Yep. 20 million jobs were created under the Obama administration. I want you to know this, that when the Republicans always say, and they constantly say it, there's no jobs, there's no jobs, there's no jobs. Obama created 20 million jobs. And I'm one say of that them slowly. was People's Couch. And one of them. For us. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> and right. And another one was Vanderpump. <laughs> for us. <laughs> he lowered interest rates. He lowered interest rates that had been, uh, hadn't been lowered in 200 years. He recovered the housing market. He increased funding for national parks by 10%. He provided the Department of Veteran Affairs with more than $1.4 billion to improve veteran services. I bet that was true. I've seen, I know veterans who were like, I was like, damn, he's kind of living high on the hog. Like, I get a lot of my prescription meds from oh, veterans really? now. Yeah. Oh, cool. <coughs> he signed the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act. Do you know what that is? That's equal pay for women. And he is the only president that has ever stood up and said, this is what a feminist looks like. And how fucking awesome that is that? That was so <clears throat> awesome. He signed the Weapons System Acquisition Act, which stops wasteful spending in the defense procurement contracting what system. What does any of that mean? Keep that that one means like instead of he's he's it's a regulation it's a regulation so that in defense contracting and buying weapons oh, that's that right. it's not well that'll be taken away that's completely getting taken away um, more minorities work on Capitol Hill than ever have that's in our amazing. lifetime are you going to talk about the the Sonia Mayor well he increased funding for the Violence Against Women Act. And also he appointed two women to the Supreme Court Elena Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor. Who else did that? Oh no one. Obama she did. Was, she was the first Latina on the it's Supreme Court. a woman Court. of color on the Supreme Court. Supreme First Court. one. First, First one. one. For, right. And finally, he's slim. He plays basketball. He smokes, which is cool. He cried publicly and didn't try and pretend he didn't. He said he tried Coke but didn't like it. He made us but aware. But he must have because he's cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why he's so thin. He made us aware of each other and that we are part of the world and not just America the Great and America the Ruler and the Owner. 
He was a role model for people of color who could see themselves reflected in a position of power and a role model for all people of colors around the world due to his class, civility, compassion, and morality. All people of all colors. Of all people of all colors. Yeah. yeah. Of, of Just all people. Of all yeah. people. And with no shame in his game, he sang publicly Amazing Grace which blew everybody's minds, and though his voice isn't necessarily that of a bird, <sighs> it made me want to go to fucking church. Okay? So. Preach. There's still even more. I would I would suggest going online and seeing for yourself the hundreds, literally there's hundreds of things, small things and large things that he did to benefit this country, but not just this country, to benefit all people who live on this planet. So I like would raise say. Raise the consciousness of humanity. That's right. <sighs> he did so much dope shit. I'm going to miss him so hard. <clears throat> But it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. It's true. And hey, hopefully now that he's not president, it'll be easier for me to finally get to meet him. Yeah. It's so fucking annoying how those people on Scandal got to meet him <laughs> and we did it. And they were all at the correspondence <laughs> dinner. And then your friend, Ed, who's yeah. dating the lady on yeah. Scandal, yeah. is there too. And I'm like, what's Ed doing there? And then we took a picture of Ed. And I'm like, Ed gets to meet Obama and I don't. Ed's English. He doesn't even care about Obama. I mean, he likes Obama, but come on. British know, people never... shouldn't be allowed there, guys. Foreign, <laughs> I should get to go before anyone born in another country. There should be a registry. <laughs> there should be a registry. <clears throat> well, mm. that's it. Well, I'm not going to say goodbye to Bear Obama because he's still going to be around. I mean, it's not like he's dead. No, just our hope is and all our dreams. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> then we'll say farewell to our hopes and dreams. Yes. Farewell, hopes and dreams. Goodbye, hopes and dreams. Farewell, you've been real so and long. you've been fun. I'll be just saying goodbye. But mostly, you've been gay and dumb. And that is the truth, especially for you. I am soups gay and dumb. Well, your dreams are. Are gay and dumb? <laughs> they're definitely gay. Well, yeah, they're pretty dumb, too. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> so goodbye, dreams. Your joy and pain.